Welcome to the English with Kirsty podcast from www.englishwithkirsty.com. Here I'll be sharing with you tips, information and other learning resources so that you can improve your business English. And welcome to episode 110 of the English with Kirsty podcast. And today we're going to talk about language that you shouldn't copy from native speakers, because so often people say, oh, I want to speak like a native speaker, which is fine. But obviously not every native speaker speaks the language well. So I'm not talking about mistakes here because nobody wants to copy mistakes. It's a mistake. It's wrong. So, yeah nobody would want to, to copy that. But I'm really talking about things that native speakers sometimes say and do that um, don't make them sound good or don't help people to understand what they mean or just things that would be better avoided. Um, and I'm not being mean to these people. Often it's because people lack confidence that they say these things. So um, I'm really just highlighting them because I don't want learners to think, oh yeah, that sounds really authentic. That sounds like a native speaker when really it's something that the native speaker probably shouldn't be doing anyway. So I'm just going to look at some examples of these things and then you'll understand what I mean better. So language not to copy from native speakers. So we've got 10 things here and I'm going to go through them quickly and explain why it doesn't sound so good if you say these things, even though native speakers say them. Um, okay, number one is anything. It's using the word stupid like, oh, you probably think I'm stupid, but or this is a probably a stupid question but if you want to ask the question then ask the question like I, I saw somebody do it in a shop the other day oh this is probably a really stupid question but do you sell and it wasn't like going into the supermarket asking if they can buy a, a car or something it, it was a reasonable question um so you don't need to introduce your questions like that just say oh hi do you sell whatever it is or i'm I can't find any whatever, I was wondering if you sell them. You don't need to say, oh, I'm stupid or it's stupid. Or if you're asking a question in a meeting, if it's a reasonable question to you, either ask it in the meeting or if you think you'd rather ask somebody one-to-one, -one, you can do it after the meeting. But don't say, oh, you probably think I'm stupid or this is a stupid question because nobody's going to say, yeah, actually, I think you are really stupid. So the idea is that the person says, no, of course, I don't think you're stupid. And it's just, just like unnecessary. So if you have a question, ask the question. And that's that's kind of the same. One and two. Well, one is it's probably a stupid question. Button two was you probably think I'm stupid because people aren't going to say, yeah, you are. So don't put yourself down like that. You know, if, if you want to know something, it's better to want to know something than to sit there not knowing it and wondering. So questions are good. Number three is when you ask people, when you're talking to people about what you do, what your job is, and people just say, oh, I'm just a... So, so don't, it's not good to add this just in here because, okay, I'm an admin assistant. I'm a, I don't know, refuse collector. It, it doesn't matter what you do. You don't have to be the, the head of a company to be to feel okay or to feel proud of what you do. So don't add just in in your job title because it makes it sound like, oh, I'm not very important. I'm just and everybody's important. So you don't need to add this extra word in to say I'm just a whatever. Number four, something that English people are notorious for is 
um, apologizing when there's nothing to apologize for. So I've seen people walking along the street and somebody walks into them and the person who got wa walked into apologized. Like, no. Somebody walks into you. It's <laughs> I don't know. You can take this too far. But what, what I mean is um, there is a stereotype about English politeness. And it's good to be polite. I'm not saying we shouldn't. But, you know, over apologizing for things that aren't your fault are not really necessary. So you don't need to do it. Like if um, if you're asking somebody to, to do something that they already, you know, that that's their job, you can say, oh, I'm sorry to interrupt you if you can see they're busy or if you're not sure if they're busy, but don't apologize for asking people to do the things that they need to be doing anyway, because, you know, that's, that's their job. So you may hear English people, particularly British English people, um, because that's what they generally talk about. That's what I know. I live in the UK. If you hear British English people apologizing too much, um, you probably won't be able to change them and you probably shouldn't try, but you don't need to copy them because yeah, it's just kind of pointless. <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't mean anything. Yeah, if you, if you hurt somebody, if you offend somebody, of course you should say sorry. I, I'm not saying we should never say sorry, but I think sometimes it gets to the point where we, we say sorry just as a natural, um, a natural reaction. And that's not so good because then it, it detracts from when you're really sorry about something. Number five is, is a bit of a complicated one, but I'm going to include it anyway and try to explain what I mean. So we use the words I think in two different ways. So it can either be I think for an opinion that you have, like I think we should take care of stray dogs and cats on the streets. You know, that's that's my opinion. You might have a different one, but this is my opinion. I think we should do that. And then we also use I think to show when we're not sure about something. So um, if I think the boss is on holiday next week, you're not sure. If you are sure, you can just say, oh, she or he is on holiday next week. That's fine. Um, sometimes people use I think to kind of soften facts that they know are true. And we don't need to do this. Um, if, if you know a product has been discontinued, oh, um, this product has been discontinued. Not, oh, I think it has when you know for sure. And that's something that I notice people doing in meetings when they, they don't want to be controversial, perhaps. But they say, I think, which is not an opinion. It's, it's trying to say, I'm not sure if this fact is true. And if you know that a fact is true, then you can you can just state it as a fact. Oh, we agreed last week that or somebody said that. That's fine. You don't need to say, I think, if you know something is true. And I, I notice people do this to try and soften it. Oh, I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure of what I'm saying, but I think this is right. I mean, it's definitely good to do that when you aren't sure, um, because otherwise you're, you're stating facts when they're not facts. But if, if you know something and it's not, oh, I think this is right, then just, you know, have the courage of your convictions and you know it's right. Number six, um, something that people do a lot and everybody has words that they say a lot and you obviously don't know that you're doing that because you don't listen to yourself. I have a tendency to say right a lot when I'm pre presenting information. Right, so we're going to do this now and it's it's annoying. I annoys myself when I heard myself giving a presentation. But here I'm talking about the words like and kind of. You can use both of them and it's okay. But when people use them too much, it sounds a bit annoying. So everything in moderation. Yeah, it's fine to say like, like it's like this, it's not the same, but it's similar. 
kind of is okay too but just don't particularly when you're speaking try not to use them too much because although a lot of native speakers do it, it it can get a bit annoying for the person listening to you number seven is something else that um british english people do sometimes um particularly women not always but generally it's it's more women than men is not taking compliments if somebody says a nice thing to you don't just say thank you you know like oh that's a nice dress <clears throat> then you can just say oh thank you not oh i've had it ages i bought it in a charity shop it was really cheap and it's coming away at the bottom and there's a stain on it and you know people don't go that that far but it's you know basically if somebody says something nice to you um like oh that was a really good piece of work oh i didn't really do anything mm, it, it was all right no just say thank you um if somebody thinks you've done well in something and they want to tell you that then that's that's good just appreciate that you know somebody said something nice to you then just say thank you and i don't really notice a lot of my students not doing this it's just that if they're around british english people too long they may pick up this habit and i don't think it's a good habit because if somebody wants to compliment you and say something good about you then then accept that enjoy that and don't feel that you have to put yourself down and say oh yeah i didn't do very much or it's not really that good or no just just, just be happy about it and enjoy it number eight is two things together they're actually the opposite of each other but i included them together because it makes sense to do so so the famous english understating which can really confuse people sometimes people say things like oh it's okay when they mean yeah it's, it's good it's fine but if you hear it's okay you think oh it's only okay i obviously could have done better mm, how can i improve it whereas the english person went yeah yeah it's fine it's good um and when you ask people how they are oh i'm not too bad actually means they're okay but for anyone hearing that you think oh not too bad means oh yeah things are fine but anyone hearing that can think oh not too bad means they're quite bad something must be wrong so this understating is is a problem um because it confuses people so yeah if if something is is good then it's good if it's bad it's bad but the other if you go to the other extreme then you get to the point um get to the point where everything is amazing and everything can't be amazing because then it wouldn't stand out you know amazing is it's quite a strong word you know that's amazing um and that's fine for things that really are amazing but if everything's amazing then nothing's amazing because everything is is really 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 good so it's it's a hard balance to get between not understating everything and saying yeah it's fine when when it's actually quite good and not finding everything really amazing because when something really amazing does come up you've got nowhere to go to set it apart from all the other things that you said were really amazing uh number nine something that happens in meetings sometimes is when people say oh they, they give an explanation and then they say oh yeah I, I probably haven't explained that very well and again it's putting themselves down and don't put yourself down i mean th there are trolls and, and people in the internet and in the world who will put you down and that's not cool but you know th there are other people to do that you don't need to do it yourself so yeah i mean i often ask you know do you understand or particularly as a teacher because I, I want people to want to make sure that people have understood what i said before i move on to the next thing and it's okay to check that people have understood 
what you explained but don't say oh yeah i probably didn't do that very well probably didn't explain did i if people have questions they can ask you if they didn't understand something or as i said you can check that they understood but just yeah don't be mean to yourself <laughs> and the last one i just put this in because it, it it's kind of a funny story but um don't say no thank you when you mean yes please like because people think it's polite to say oh no i don't want anything to eat or i don't want anything to drink and sometimes they think that the other person's going to ask them again like are you sure sure you wouldn't like another one um oh are you sure you wouldn't like a cake or something so that there's two parts to this there's a don't say no thank you when you mean yes please and b don't be annoying like if somebody asks you you know do you want any help and you say no then that's fine don't keep asking them. are you sure you don't want any help I, I used to notice that a lot when i was out with my guide dog you know people would come and ask if you wanted help i didn't i said no thank you and they were like are you sure should i do this no thank you it's like ah no thank you means no thank you um let's let's be clear about that so the two things there are don't say no thank you if you really would like a piece of chocolate cake it's not impolite to say yes please if somebody's offering you one and the other thing is don't say oh if it's not too much trouble well you know making something like a cup of coffee is, is rarely too much trouble so that's kind of a redundant phrase if somebody's asked you if you want a cup of coffee then it's you know yes please no thank you you don't need to say if it's not too much trouble because that just sounds like how difficult is it to make a cup of coffee you know we, we we don't need to use those kind of phrases and also um if you ask somebody something and they say no um maybe you need to clarify that if you've got another question but don't keep asking the same question again and again because that again is, is kind of annoying so these things here have nothing really to do with language it's more about communication like um you know value yourself and, and don't put yourself down in meetings even if you see other people doing it to themselves and as i say i i don't know a lot of people that that do that um the only time i really see it with my learners is saying things like oh my english isn't very good um when english people say that their german isn't very good they mean their german is barely past the couple of words in one sentence stage um so you know you don't need to keep saying oh my english isn't very good for a start people will see how good your english is by by listening to you and, and hearing you they don't need you to tell them it's not very good and i know this because i've done it before um particularly with my turkish because i didn't feel confident about it and then i would say oh yeah it's not very good i know it's not very good and that's how i introduce myself sometimes i'm learning turkish but my turkish isn't very good i mean what kind of introduction is that it's not good so i'm saying that as somebody who has done this in the past and who has learned from that and even if i still believe it i don't need to tell everyone because you know it's not good but i'm working on it and that's a good thing the more I work on something, the better it will get. So just don't try to avoid some of these really negative phrases about yourself because, you know, you, you don't need to be like that. And it's, it's better to try and grow in confidence to feel more confident about your speaking skills than to tell everybody else how bad they are. So um, those are the 10 things. Um, I don't know if you recognized any of these things from listening to them, but they are things that I've heard mainly native speakers doing and I think it would be better if they didn't so therefore I think it would be better if learners didn't copy these things so um, if you enjoyed the podcast it would be great if you could share it there is an easily shareable post at the top of the Facebook page which is um, facebook.com slash English with Kirsty and if you want to 
comment or share anything with me, you can go to the show notes page, which is englishwithkirsty.com slash podcast slash episode 110. And also there you can sign up for the newsletter and you can find the link to the Facebook page. So I hope that's helpful. Have a good week and have fun learning English. episode of the English with Kirsty podcast. If you have any questions or comments, my email address is kirsty at englishwithkirsty.com or you can go to www.englishwithkirsty.com slash podcast where you'll find information about the individual episodes.